Hey everyone, Pastor Joe here. Welcome to another episode of Bothell Amplified. We have a great episode for you today. Uh, we have launched our summer series, Love Your Neighbor. Uh, and last week we kind of set the framework and this year we begin our series of conversations with uh, people in our community. So today, our youth and community engagement coordinator, Drew Hogan, uh, shares a conversation with, that he had with one of our youth, our graduating seniors, Alex Watkinson. Um, check it out and hope you enjoy. Hi, my name is Alex Watkinson. I'm currently a senior at Bothell High School, so I will be graduating this year. And in the fall, I plan to attend Washington State University and major in chemical engineering as well as sustainable agriculture. So I have had the honor of getting to be your youth director for the past two years, but before that, as I understand, you didn't always grow up in the church, and so I'm wondering, um, how did you get introduced to Bothell, and what kept you coming? Um, so around the time that we started, my sister was playing soccer, and her coach's family had actually been coming here for a couple years, and my mom had um, talked about her discomfort within the mega churches around the super big ones where you don't know the pastors and they keep bouncing around and the children don't actually learn anything they just keep them preoccupied with bouncy houses every single service and she wasn't super into that and so she talked to the mom of the family and she said oh come to Bothell UMC it's super close to Bothell High School and everyone's super close-knit and from the first day that we came here we met all of like the leaders and the children's ministry and the pastors and everyone is super close knit and it was small which we really liked so we also enjoyed how inclusive everyone was because of the previous churches we had gone to they had a habit of not including certain groups of people even though we're all children of god and that was not something that we stood for so that's especially something that we appreciated from here so alex i'm curious about agriculture being a part of the things that you're really interested in for college. Can you tell us uh, where that's appeared in your life? Yeah, so when I took an environmental science class my sophomore year of high school, most of the curriculum was based around how agriculture affects so many aspects of our life. So not only the climate, but how the future climate will be and how the past climate was and how the people around us are in terms of physical and mental health. And I realized that's when I wanted to go into agriculture because I think if I can tweak it a little bit, I can make the world that much better for a lot of people. And something that I really liked about our Portland mission trip was how we supported community-based agriculture groups um, and not multi-million dollar farming businesses and I think it's important to support those local farmers because not only are they more sustainable but you're giving back to the community which is also something that's super important to me and something that I really liked about that mission trip and supporting community-supported agriculture was that you gave it to people unconditionally and it wasn't um, like based on how many church services you had been to, which is something that some, we went to a previous soup kitchen and you had to sit through a church service in order to receive a meal and that didn't sit right with me. And so something that I really liked about the community supported mission trip was that it was unconditional and no matter who you were or your circumstances or what you believed, like you got the food you needed to survive. And I think that's super important. And I also think it's cool how agriculture, it doesn't care who you are, it just wants to give you food, and that's something I really want to be a part of. Another thing I wanted to add about why I'm so passionate about sustainable agriculture and being involved in that um, kind of area of everyone's lives is because 
the way that we're doing agriculture right now is killing our planet and it's depleting the soil of the nutrients that we need to be healthy and it's polluting waterways which is destroying ecosystems and it's polluting the atmosphere which is destroying everything and once those resources finally run dry and the air is unbreathable and we can't use the water it's not going to be the rich people that are going to be affected it's going to be the people who support everyone so or the people who are affected by legislature so it's going to be the migrant workers who are the backbone of the agriculture system in this country and they're going to be affected and the people who don't have access to affordable housing they won't be able to have access to food or those who their rights are being fought against in court or who are oppressed in this country they're going to be affected the most and so I'm really passionate about rewriting how we're doing agriculture so that those things don't happen and so the majority of people who are being oppressed they can't face oppression in another form that they don't need to like obviously they don't need to be oppressed in any way but if I can stop that thing I think I will be successful. So Alex, one of the things I really appreciate about you and your family is you all are really dedicated to serving your neighbors by cooking food. Can you tell us about your first experience and why that matters to you? I think my first experience of serving people food especially was around Christmas time. I was probably seven or eight and my family and I had made baked potatoes or something nice and warm and we brought them down to Tent City in Seattle and I remember it being super dark and super cold and it was raining and it was around Christmas time and we had served the meal to these people and afterward we got the opportunity to talk to them about their circumstances or maybe their faith journeys if they were religious and just what they had gone through and I think that was the most eye-opening experience for me as well because I realized that these people were exactly like me they had the same growing up experience but their circumstances led them to this place in their lives. And I thought that was really heartbreaking, especially thinking that someone could go through Christmas without a warm cooked dinner and have to live in the cold and the rain and without their families. And I think that's when I really realized that like food security and helping these people who just had to go through an extremely difficult circumstance that I know I would not be able to go through, that I needed to help them because they were just like me. So I think that's probably my earliest memory. When you, you talk about these, about individuals who may be hungry and may be looking for the resources, who may be food insecure, um, I can hear that you really uh, see them as, as people around you. Um, when you think of who is your neighbor, who do you think about as being somebody who may be uh, not seen as often or may be forgotten? That's a good question. My, the first thing that comes to mind is homeless people who are homeless and people who have gone through those circumstances so they can't find affordable housing. Because I think it's really easy to just overlook them and think, oh, they're just, they just want money for drugs or like maybe they just want a warm meal for their kids and maybe they just want food for their dog or maybe they served our country and now they can't get the social security to survive. So that's who I think of as my neighbor, like those people who have been overlooked by the people in our same community or maybe even by myself in the past, I think it's important to support them no matter who they are, who they were, or who they will be because at the end of the day, they are neighbors. And so I think loving those people unconditionally is probably the most important thing. 
So Alex, I'm curious for you, what does humility look like, especially, what does it mean to you, and especially what does it look like to be humble while you're loving your neighbor? I think not getting full of yourself and doing it as a place of thinking that you're the savior for doing it, I more think it's your duty. What does it take to love your neighbor? Putting your own opinions and your own thoughts aside and loving them unconditionally as Jesus would. I have a hard time wanting to help those who maybe think different from me, or maybe they have different political beliefs, but I think it's important to put those inside, aside because at the end of the day, we're all the same really, and that's what Jesus would want us to do. To me, loving your neighbor within a community is loving other communities who maybe don't see eye to eye to you. So maybe that's helping people at the synagogue or the mosque or the temple with food drives to help their own people or maybe something that they're passionate about, even though we might not agree on like a religion basis or many beliefs, helping them unconditionally, even though they're not a part of our own little community, or maybe helping those who don't like us or don't agree with what we have to say, because that's what Jesus wants, to help them even though they don't like us. So definitely unconditional love and prevenient grace to anyone who needs it. When I go to Pullman, I will definitely look for a community very similar to this one. I'll probably look for United Methodist Church to attend on Sundays. I really enjoy the values that this church holds and sticking up for those in the community who are often overlooked by others and doing what they know is right, even if no one else is doing it and not just following along with the trend and making it a point to make a positive impact of everyone around them, no matter what it may be. So I'll definitely look for a close-knit, passionate, community when it comes to this congregation and community loving their neighbor well by loving the graduate by loving you what are some of the ways that we as a community can love our graduates um, I think the biggest way they can love us is by writing us a big fat check to Washington State University so that I can afford to go there because I have no idea how I'm gonna pay for it but in all honesty, just praying and remaining to be a part of our lives, even though we're thousands of miles away, and remaining to hold us accountable in our faith journeys and push us closer to the Lord and further in our faith journeys, but also being like a cushion that we can fall back on and a safe community that we can come home to during holidays or summer breaks, and just continuing to follow with us and push us farther in life but also like always being there for us when we come back home. All right, so that was our latest installment of our summer sermon series, Love Your Neighbor, uh, with Alex Watkinson. I hope you will join me uh, as we celebrate all of our seniors, for those in our community and those that you know. Uh, I hope you'll take some time to uh, wish them love and, and, and success on their next steps, whatever that might be, as they transition out of one uh, phase of their journey into another. Uh, we uh, are glad that you joined us today. I uh, hope you were blessed, and uh, stick around uh, later this week for another episode of Bothell Amplified. We'll talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.